So what's my future? You don't have one. I see you, but you can't see me. Hello and welcome to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. My name's Hunter and we are back, right back at it again with another HHN announcement episode. But not only just one announcement, we got two today, which is like something that makes sense, right? You're like, man, we're getting real close to the end. We're going to have to start bundling some of these. In 2017, you know, they just bundled all the originals together at the very end because they were running a little bit behind that year as well. But this time, at least for the first time in recent memory, since, you know, they started doing the big, um, since they stopped doing like the big website reveals, we actually have two IP announcements back to back. And if you're listening to this or you read the title, which I'm assuming you did, if you didn't, God bless you. But we are talking about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre coming back to HHN for the first time since HHN 26, at least here on the East Coast. And we are also seeing the return of fan favorite house from last year, The Bride of Frankenstein Lives. So we just want to break down those two things get a little bit into them of what we hope to see, what might be changing from The Bride of Frankenstein Lives, and, and what, what adjustments we might see. We've got a lot to talk about here, but of course, I cannot do this by myself, so I do want to go ahead and introduce my good friends. Matt, what's going on, my man? Not much. This is There's a lot <laughs> to unpack in that opening, and the thing that was kind of on the forefront of my mind is that this is a weird pairing but it also makes yeah. sense and we'll probably talk about that as we go so i will I stop got a there. little bit to say yeah <laughs> yeah i got and a little bit to say about it too for okay sure. <laughs> yeah we'll get into that in just a second and then of course i'm also joined by my good friend and co-host quint yeah i, I agree there's a lot to unpack there um there especially since you know you said that these were two ips and i i i'm like <laughs> oh wait, yeah. Because I always count Universal Monsters as, as Universal properties, right? Like, yeah. I don't really see them as, as IPs, but we can talk about that later too. It's just a <laughs> that it was just like kind of a mental check for me, going, oh, oh, yeah, wait, technically that's right. That's yeah, exactly yeah. my thing. It's like, yeah, I guess it makes sense that they're, they're IPs, but but with the other ones, Universal Monsters, it's almost like it's its own category. It's almost like it's a core property. It's neither IP yeah. nor original. It's a yeah. core horror property. But then, well, shit, if you think about that, Texas Chainsaw might be, but Universal doesn't own it. I don't know. I'm just making it worse. I'll stop. I, I think it's, <laughs> it's just all a, over the place. Yeah, it's a core Universal. I mean, you know, with all of the rumors about there being a Universal Monsters in the next park and all that kind of stuff, to me, it's just really intertwined there. I don't know. Um, yeah, but, but either way, I'm, I'm super happy about it. And we'll, we'll 
Did I definitely get into that part? Yeah. So we, like I alluded to earlier, we've got a brand new house coming in because yes, it is a returning IP with Texas, but in an all new, uh, well, rumored location, we're assuming this is where it's going. And then we've got just a, um, a, 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 like I said, a fan favorite coming back, but underneath the restrictions from last year, which will presumably be more lenient or even removed this year, there's even more to unpack there. So I guess we'll get right into it. But first I want to say, hey, if you're you're waiting for Shelby, um, so here's the thing. You guys on Twitter, I've been following you for a minute. You guys got 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 hangry for announcements. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> you were sitting around, you were yelling at each other, picking fights. I mean, I caught some of that. And you know what? We decided as a as a collective, we sacrificed Shelby to get two announcements today. And um, I hope you guys can live with that. I hope you guys understand, but you know what? In the multiverse, Shelby goes on, and we wish them well, and we hope they're having a blast out at Disneyland right now. And then when alternate Shelby shows back up next week for presumably another announcement, yeah. you won't even know the difference. <laughs> a little more hungover than usual, probably. <laughs> That's uh, probably. That could be very possible. <laughs> combination of jet lag and hungoverness. But yeah. yeah, so I guess let's go ahead and get right into it. With- Should we throw a technical note in real quick, just for anyone that did not see it on Twitter? It's You probably already understand it's not a call-in show. And this is not because we're not doing them. Uh, this is just, it's, again, such a weird beast of things that we have seen or haven't seen or haven't seen in this way that Hunter and I said, let's just do an old-fashioned talk ourselves through what this could possibly be, instant reaction. And the Collins are definitely coming back. They're not only going to be back for future announcements, but we've already discussed doing them further beyond that. So we haven't given them up. Just this one seemed a little difficult to try to do what we've already been doing because they've been single announcements so far. Totally. Totally. And um, yeah, it's not to take some of the shine off of it because Bride's coming back because right. Matt and I are about to tell you, like, yeah. we are <laughs> we, we we are so excited for it. And then Quint hasn't had a chance to see it. So it's definitely not that. It's just this conversation needed to be conducted in a little bit of a different way. So yeah, like I said, let's go ahead and start off with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre because that is one that we all have experience with. But we do not have experience with this one. (laughs) I alluded to it a little bit earlier, but this one has been speculated since March of last year, June of last year, something like that, that this is going to be one of the big soundstage houses this year, which is awesome. You know, the first time that Texas Chainsaw Massacre showed up, it was based on the 2003 reboot. It did show up again uh, during HHN 26 based on the 1974 movie. And this house is also based on that classic film. But instead of being in the disaster queue or one of the tent locations... The hot, the hot word on the street, which I'm going to go roll with, is that it's it's getting the soundstage treatment this year, which is super cool. Like I can only imagine what they're going to do with those environments. Now I know some of you are listening, and you're like, "This isn't the first time they've done it." All night dying happened. Look, I get it, I get it, but that was on a unaf- that was like bootleg Leatherface, right? Not Gucci. Um, so we ple- we're not going to acknowledge that one. Leatherface. Yeah, exactly. We're getting the the legitimate product here for the first time in that location. But yeah, so I guess I'll just read the quick little blurb that got posted on the website today, and then we'll go ahead and discuss. And it just says, you've seen the 1974 horror classic. Now it's your turn to experience it for yourself. 
enter the dilapidated Sawyer house and meet Leatherface and his demented family of merciless butchers. Will you make it out in one piece or in pieces? Step right into the story, experiencing every nightmarish moment for yourself. Explore every familiar room of the Sawyer home from the parlor to the blood splattered kitchen. You'll face carving knives, meat cleavers, meat hooks, and of course, that roaring, slicing, flesh-ripping chainsaw. Quint, the HHN 26 version of Texas has a pretty good spot in your heart from conversations that we've had previous. How excited are you about this? I am super stoked about this, actually. I haven't seen them do Chainsaw Dirty in any way, shape, or form any time that they've ever touched the property. And so I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm ready for it. Uh, I'm, it's been, it's been a few years. Uh, this is a property that I prefer coming back a lot more than some of the other iconic or classic horror films. And I've always enjoyed those too. So, so yeah, for this one, I'm super stoked. I mean, Leatherface is like one of my favorite slashers of all time. So I, I can't never not like him. Matt, how are this you is- feeling on this one? Oh, go on ahead, Quint. I was just going to say there's so much cool iconography in this house. Like, like there's so many cool um, iconic scenes from this movie that, that it's just, there's always fun ways to do new takes on them. So that, yeah, it should be great, especially with the extra room in the soundstage. What about you, Matt? Yeah, I'm, I, well, I, first I'm going to say the biggest surprise in that press release was the, I, I'm not going to say confirmation. Cause I think that was like, I don't even know that that was discussed during the rumor mill of this one of the 1974 version. So that was the biggest surprise and I'm happy about it. I love the 26 one and um, not that I wouldn't welcome any other version. I, I would, I don't really have a problem with the fact that it was here a few years ago. I, and it's going to be, and if it isn't a new location, I'm pretty excited to see what they do with that as well. How do they, how, what scenes they decide to extend, add or do in a different way. It's uh, I've always loved what they like with Quincy. I've always loved what they've done with Leatherface and, and Texas Chainsaw property. And it's, it's still one of my highlight IP houses from the, I guess we'll call it the modern era. So yeah, I, I welcome it. I, that's about all I can really say. So yeah, I'm looking forward to going through it again. Yeah. Yeah. It is one of those things where when you're talking about the big four, Leatherface is part of that along with Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees and Freddy Krueger. Those are, those are your big guys. Those are your Metallica, your Slayer, your Anthrax, Megadeth, all that fun stuff. Um, but, <laughs> I like the so, way you compare that. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the big four. That's what they call them, right? So so now this episode is going to be about why Michael Myers is Metallica and why Freddy Krueger is... An- no, I'm just kidding. Um, but here's the thing about Texas Chainsaw coming back. I haven't seen it, which is like super nice because I expected it. It would have been more of a conversation. Now, granted, I stay out of... A lot of the Facebook groups where it gets really <laughs> crazy, but like I expected there to be a little bit of conversation. Like oh, Texas is cool, but like uh, I don't really know if if I want it to return. And I think like that really speaks. We've seen the event grow so much even since twenty six. Twenty eight brought in a lot of people. Twenty nine brought even more people into the event. And personally, I just think those horror icons play well regardless of when they're used you could i mean look we we've had michael three times now and you know alternating years so the precedent is there and i just think leatherface is one who fundamentally works as a horror character i'm a big guy i'm about six three 
Leatherface scares the shit out of me, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. He's big, he's quick, and he's very brutal. Unlike the very theatrical deaths that uh, Friday the 13th later adopted, of course, Freddy being in the dreamscape, he does work in the same way as Michael, at least early Michael, where he's just very quick. It's a very human and realistic way that he goes after you. The hammer crack with the sliding door, which Matt, I'm Mm going to give you your moment with the sliding door in just a second. But just like that scene is what comes to mind for me when I think about Leatherface and they have never let us down with the casting of Leatherface either. They're just like, who are the biggest guys who are a universal right now? Um, and that's, that's what we get. And they're going to be scary. I think this house has a potential, you know, the sound stages are normally like, oh, they're really pretty, but they're not always the most scary, right? That, that's usually like the tents. Now, I think this one has a lot of potential to surprise people on the intensity scale. Okay, you ready for my door bit? Is that what that pause was for? T- tell me about the door. <laughs> no, that is my fit. That was my favorite part of the 26 one. And it, it, it's an iconic moment from the movie. It's probably the thing that gave me the chills most watching the movie. I don't even know how yeah. long ago to see them do it in real life was pretty amazing. Not only is it my favorite aspect of the house when it works, it might've been my favorite aspect of the house when it didn't work because <laughs> there's yeah. like that, that rare, I actually feel bad for people that go once and only get through the house once on top of it. And they might run into this where it doesn't work. But it's it's kind of like getting evac'd on a on a ride. It's like, oh, not everyone gets to do this. This is kind of cool. It sucks that I won't go on a ride, but I'm doing something not everyone does. Seeing sad leather, Leatherface trying struggling with the door is like not something everyone sees. Only like the thirty or so people that <laughs> witness that moment when the door breaks. So I mean, is that that sounds like a really weird thing to kind of remember fondly? But I do. I because I, I remember the technician that was called in to fix the door he was in the whole the the staff black shirt with the word staff on the back and i think he had not a tool belt but like a tool bag over his shoulder or carrying it and he jumped in the line two people ahead of me so the leatherface performer saw him as i was in line eyesight of the door and he was showing him how the door was stuck and looking very very sad about it it was <laughs> it was just one of those moments it's very inca- i mean if you remove the uh if you remove the staff shirt that's very on brand for leatherface i'm gonna quote it wrong but there is a line where he's like you broke the damn door um that father drops in the original movie so it's uh you know it's fully in character here i will say this so i feel like the main complaint about the house from 26 was just that it was short it felt like it was one of those houses that took two minutes two and a half minutes to walk through if you didn't have a lot of breaks and there are just a lot of scenes, like you mentioned with the door here, Matt, that I would love to see translated onto a bigger scale because it's not only just the door. You're walking into the foyer of the home and you've got the staircase and there's bones everywhere. And then that scene where I'm talking about um, that scene where you're going through the hallway and there's the cattle prod that's like shooting off sparks mm-hmm. on the side as you're walking through. That's all legitimately great stuff that I hope they say man, there's no reason to change it. We need to just bring that stuff back because it, it rocked. It was super cool. Yeah. Yeah. The, the one thing I, I think that this, that hopefully they put it in the soundstage like we're talking about. I think one of the other advantages of that is that um, one of the things in the, the previous maze was that 
they had a couple of them that were, or a couple of the scenes where, where the scare was like a kind of a long, um, uh, the stunt took a few minutes or a few seconds yeah. and then they had to reset and, and you wouldn't, weren't guaranteed to hit that every walk through. Yeah. I'm hoping that they kind of keep that timing and then give you a bigger room to walk through so that you, you're more likely to hit it rather than, you know, maybe going the Yeti way and, and making the stunts a little too long. Sure. Um, yeah. So I, I'm hoping they strike that balance, right? You're you're totally right. Like that is a concern with any of these houses that have these really cool show scenes. Like I'm thinking of Sally jumping out the window. That oh, was right. in that house in 26. <laughs> like I think yep. I saw it one time, and I went to that house multiple times um, before I was able to do so. Uh, before I was able to see that scene, and it was really really cool when you saw it, but it did have such a long reset time. The thing is, though, I feel like unlike something like um, saw, uh, the games of jigsaw or something like that. At least you got enough FaceTime with Leatherface where you were like, ah, even if you missed those big show scenes, you were like, okay, well I got some good stuff. The scene that comes to mind for me in that realm, do you guys just remember the, probably the biggest Leatherface in the house. It's the scene in the kitchen and you have the meat hooks so you have the, the character hanging from the meat hooks. You walk in there and it's the, the kitchen scene. It's got like this island in the middle and Leatherface is just like circling it, basically like a tiger in a cage or something like that. That scene has stuck with me just because of, once again, Leatherface is scary as shit. <laughs> and it's just a really well laid out scene. And um, once again, I'm just hoping they can translate a lot of that to this newer version of the house. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, one thing that, that I'm go ahead, Matt. No, no, no. Just, that's I was just kind of reiterating. It's like, yeah, the, the I, I kind of would like to see uh, instead of corner side rooms or corners of rooms with nods to the scene, the scene more fleshed out that we can walk through the middle of it, which is kind of along the lines that I think with Hunter was describing, with yeah. more room to work with. That that I think will be a definite improvement on the house. One thing that I don't know if they're going to be able to capture that this this magic again so well is the um what is it? the the trailers I guess is like after you've done the house and there was like what two or three leather faces outside oh the stinger yeah, scares yeah yeah the stingers thank you I couldn't put my finger in the word <laughs> um and this I I thought this house did it better than than most and I I hope that they can capture capture that. Again, at least in some way, shape, or form, if not in stingers, in in some other way, yeah. Because um, because I really enjoyed those, and I really enjoyed both times we watched somebody get yeah. nailed hard. <laughs> oh, well, actually, more than both times, but yeah, several yeah. times we watched somebody get nailed freaking hard with that, <laughs> and I was just ecstatic. It's not uncommon for the like less. I don't know how many feet, fifteen, twenty feet of a soundstage house to be black curtains, and somewhere in those curtains is a stinger scare so that, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't true. worry yeah. about missing out on that i think that's a strong possibility you know yeah. what's interesting i think one of the most compelling ending scares that they've had recently is actually the twisty clown finale from hhn 26 which is nope. just that scene where it's the mirrors <laughs> the one scare actor the strobes going off like if they can do something like that but yeah. with leatherface kind of replicating the infamous chainsaw dance that he does oh right yeah Saturday oh yeah going away, <laughs> like First of all, I want to see the Black Maria, which, I, I, unless I'm mistaken, is the name of the 18-wheeler. Like, I, I want to see that scene replicated because that's something we have not been able to see in the tent houses or the, the disaster queue house. Like, I want to see that environment if we can. 
Now, I'm not saying they have to put a whole 18-wheeler in the soundstage, <laughs> but like something like that would be cool because it is such a great finale scene. But if we can do that, the chainsaw dance, but with strobes, and like that's your final thing on when you're on the way out, I think that's going to like rock people. Hunter, if they didn't put Ecto-1 inside the soundstage, there's no way in hell they're putting an 18-wheeler <laughs> putting an 18 wheeler. Right. Actually, how, how much right is, there. What a cry, what, how insulting to Ghostbusters fans as yourself would it be if they actually did and didn't put Ecto-1 in? <laughs> look, look, I totally get it, but also... I can't let the transgressions of the past hold back from a brighter future. Your head canning can just imagine that the Ecto one is in the trailer. I I brought it. I, 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 they were like, put your phone away. I'm like, no, 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 you should have put this in the house. I've got to look at this <laughs> on my phone as I am walking through in case of case I'm talking to me so I can experience what should have been there. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh. <laughs> Yeah, Matt, you were kind of alluding to it. There were a lot of rumors about this house leading up where yeah. we were like, is it going to be the original again? Um, there there was a really strong conversation that they were going to license out Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D, just it, not for the three. Oh, going what? ahead. No, I was just going to say 3D, but not necessarily 3D, which would have been. Yeah. I'm actually kind of glad we didn't have to have that discussion. So we wouldn't have to stop and go, I don't mean 3D, but I mean the 3D. So I'm thankful for that now in retrospect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, which like it would have been, it would have been cool to have a different representation, but yes, also yeah. you really can't beat the classic here. And unfortunately, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Look, I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 to bits, but when people are talking about Texas, they're talking about the reboot and they're talking about the original and that's what they want to see. Yeah. So that's what they're doing here. Yeah. Now is the re is the 3d, the official reboot or is there another one? I mean, there's been a few there, because that's, I, I mean, I guess that's 3D, about, yeah. uh, 3d is kind of a sequel to the, the reboot that happened in the two thousands. If I remember. Okay. That's what I was looking for now. Oh, right. 2003. I forget about that one. And 2006 yeah. as well. Well, that's the, uh, isn't that a prequel? So, well, sort of the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Sort I, of, I forget sort about of. 2013. Yeah. Or three. Jeez. Forget it. It'll probably be a 2023 <laughs> one soon. It's super confusing. And I feel like part oh, of this is. And there was a well Leatherface is- in 2017, wasn't there? Yeah, and there's the new film, too. which is going to be they're they're Halloweening the the Leatherface oh, uh, really? <laughs> saga because they're they're basically saying none of those movies count except for the original with a new one that's coming out. Oh. Um, so it'll be interesting. They're they're overdue for yeah. for a film that captures the magic of the original, even if, like I said, I love to. So uh, just because I know someone is waiting, somebody is yelling at their stereo. I looked it up just real quick. So Texas Chainsaw 3D is actually the direct sequel to the original movie. Okay. So they're doing, they're going back to the same thing. It ignores the reboot um, lineage, but yeah, there, there was just a lot of conversation like, oh, is it, um, are they doing this? Cause it's like, if it's cheaper to license, whatever, I'm not here to play that game, of course, but something I did want to talk about the legal thing is just, so Halloween is very messy in the legal situation. <laughs> Freddy Krueger is very messy in the legal situation. Jason is the messiest of them all right now. <laughs> so it's like, it's our 30th anniversary. We need a big classic horror icon. Leatherface fits the bill, and I really think that is is basically what's happening here. Yeah, I mean you gotta you gotta have one, and there and really is 
is one better than the other? I uh, it, that comes down to a personal preference, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I don't know. I don't see it's every argument I'm going to make is going to be personally slanted. So you did have to have one. You had to have a Leatherface. You had to have or Jason or Freddy or Michael. And I mean, there's a, you're not going to please all the people all the time, but there's really no bad choice either. So I'm I'm fine with this choice. Absolutely. Yeah. In the grand scheme of the, the event, like it has been five years since we've seen Leatherface. Right. That's yeah. an eternity when it comes to, you know, like the theme park world and how quick things move and that. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited it's, that it's, the boys coming home. Right. <laughs> it's probably only Jason. That's been as long as, as Leatherface, right. That we haven't uh, seen Jason and Freddie. And Freddie uh, yep. because they, they were in the comp. Oh yeah. They were at the same time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's, it's really, yeah. That's Michael right. Myers is like the, like, the most recent of the big four, if you are just choosing four, you can of course keep adding to this list if you want, but sure. Yeah. But I mean, they horror out Jason or, or <laughs> they horror out Michael like every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it'll be really interesting to see what Hollywood ends up getting because Halloween is, has been heavily rumored over there for a while. So <laughs> sure yeah. was. they did get, they did get Leatherface this year too, right? Yeah. That's yeah. This was a dual year. announcement. I meant to yeah. ask you that. Yeah. In the opening. Cause I, I was pretty sure. Cause there was only one press release and it mentioned both parks. And I was more surprised to see Bride of Frankenstein lives because I was like, what are they going to do with our masterpiece? Mm. <laughs> and I, I kind of forgot to, to double check the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was added to that. Okay, I, I figured it was, but I, I meant to ask that straight off the bat. So thank you for confirming that. I'm going to answer your question, Matt. <laughs> what are they going to do with our masterpiece? They're going to put a lot of black Extra, walls in yeah. it <laughs> and, and black curtains. So, I mean, I guess that's as good of a place as any to transition okay. into The Bride of Frankenstein Lives. I'm going to go ahead and do the same thing and read the blog post that was posted for The Bride of Frankenstein Lives, Universal Monsters. This time, The Bride of Frankenstein is stepping out of the shadows and taking her fate into her own bloody hands. The mate will have her monster and the monster his mate. Enter the tower ruins where Frankenstein's monster pulled the lever to bring down the walls and destroy him and his bride. Recoil in horror as she tries to bring him back at any cost, owning her diabolical genius one harvested body part at a time. Don't get caught between her and the brides of Dracula, who she captures and drains in hopes of reanimating her love. Matt... I think we we gotta let Quint talk about yeah, this one I think because so. <laughs> you, you and I have a frame of reference of what this thing is. Yeah. So hey, just a heads up, real quick. If you're listening to this, we will be getting. We're gonna do a little bit of a spoiler-free discussion um, about Bride of Frankenstein Lives. We know a lot of you didn't get a chance to see it, but we will be talking some very mild spoilers um, in a couple minutes. I will give you another warning, but if you want to like not hear anything about this. This is your cue. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. But for now, Quint, Bride of Frankenstein lives. Yeah, so I, and this is this is one that I didn't see. I'm I'm behind the, the curve, as it were, um, in this conversation. You guys have both seen it, or at least a version of it. Um, yeah, it's uh, just from the video alone uh, and the you know the description you just read. Um, first of all, the visuals in the video are freaking gorgeous. This is like. Like, I mean, I, I was literally giddy watching this one. Um, yeah. The, the, 
just every detail is great the, from the stitching on the body to all of the tools being used and you know just like slamming large syringes into chests and and all of that kind of stuff was just it, it just blew my mind just the visuals and based on everything that i've heard you guys talking about and i didn't get a lot of spoilers i don't think last year i can't remember or not that's one of the reasons i don't avoid spoilers is because well i just don't remember shit anymore <laughs> <laughs> um and and uh yeah this is just it's universal monsters again uh they worked in they've worked in the bride of dracula's co- coven of vampires into this i i I, I don't know what anybody else could ask for, really. <laughs> like yeah. uh, this seems this seems to me like it's going to be extremely hard to beat in in people's roundups for the end of the year. Yeah. I, I I just you know just just even coming right out of the gate, even though people have seen it already, and it's it's kind of technically a repeat, but not really. I just don't know how anything is going to beat this it's just gorgeous it's got a great storyline it's got all of the or or a lot of the you know people's favorite characters into it um and then they've taken and and you know highlighted all of the the feminine characters that we haven't really had we've had them in mazes before but we've never had them headlining any of the mazes before and now not only you get bride but you also get you know, the, the, um, the vampire women. So I don't know, man, this is going to be just like, this is going to be mind blowing. And I am stoked to be able to see this. Yeah. 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 And honestly, you should be, yes. um, to, to be perfectly <laughs> frank. So Matt got to see it less than I did. Uh, this is actually, I'll just go ahead and say, um, this is probably I'm right now. It has to be my most seen house of all time. Mm that's HHN just because of how accessible it was and how relatively easy it was to get over to during HHN light with low wait times. That said, this thing is still like in my top five, if not my top three of overall anticipation, just because of how good this house is. And I think, man, like I am, I'm so excited. What about you, Matt? I can't wait to see this again. I love this house. I still think it could possibly be my most fa- my favorite house of all time. We'll, we'll it's going to get its proper due this year, so we'll see what happens come November when we discuss all this. This is like there's there's so many different reasons I love this. One, the story is amazing. I wish this were a real movie. Two, the design yeah. was. I think above and beyond anything we've ever seen involving the universal monsters before, part of that has to do with having to tell a story that we don't know and has to come across well uh, and and, uh, clear is better word to say it. Uh, The other, another part of it is Bride of Frankenstein has always been my favorite monster and it's probably from an aesthetic standpoint. I just love the design of it. You and I have even had the conversation, Hunter, you flat out asked me, is that your favorite movie or she's only in it? You know, the last 15 minutes, is that really? I'm like, well, it's, by default, my favorite movie because it's my favorite design character, so I'm going to stick with that. This actually makes me feel like that decision is justified. I can't wait for Quint and some other friends to see it. The one downside to all of this, and there's really no, I don't know, there there may be some chances, but probably not. I am never going to have the run through I had at the last day of HHN Light because I yeah. went through it essentially alone. I couldn't see anyone in front of me. I couldn't see anyone behind me. 
and I waited for what felt like an eternity. When you're used to a Halloween Horror Nights house and you wait for more than two seconds, you feel like you've been waiting 10 minutes because that's a feeling you yeah. never get in those houses. I will never have the time I had in the house that last run I had at HHN Light, which kind of saddens me, but that's the most minor thing I can think of against this and everything else is positive and I cannot fucking wait not only to see what I saw again, but to see what they've had time to add to it and re-add for post, a post COVID, well, hopefully, well, a, a, uh, post COVID event world. I'm not sure how to quantify that, but sure. I, I cannot fucking wait. Yeah. So, so actually that was one of my questions. Um, I, first of all, how much did the house suffer last year because of COVID restrictions? And second of all, um, do you think, uh, do you think this is going to be something where where the the house gets like a lot of improvement because of losing the COVID restrictions, or it's just it's going to be a little bit better and it won't take you out of it so much? I think that there were some empty spots last year mm-hmm. that will be filled this year. I think that there are the way that these houses are built. It's incredibly cool to get pulsed through an HHN house just because that doesn't happen, right? But HHN houses are meant to be essentially a moving walkway. Like you, the houses are designed for you to slowly waddle through each scene and see everything that's happening in that scene. Even if it doesn't happen to you directly, usually you're seeing that scene play out in some sort of context as you walk through it, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that is something that this house did extremely, extremely well, was translating to being pulsed, but I think it's going to come together even more. It's weird to say it this way, but it, it, I think that story is going to come together even more transparently and effectively when you were able to see each one of those scenes working together in unison because it's back during a full event year. And another thing, too, is just this house is going to rock underneath the atmosphere yeah. of Halloween Horror Nights. Because HHN Light, Universal, like, if some of you guys are listening to this, like, what you all did last year for us is, like, incredible. Yeah. C- completely serious. Like, you didn't have to open anything for us. And the fact that we got to see two haunted houses that I'm still very excited for to see this year, uh, well, three technically, but, you know, the main two – is so cool and just like this house though is going to thrive underneath the 10 p.m at universal screams of rip ride rocket in the background and you've got the event music pumping and you're like on your third twisted tater and your (laughs) your fourth ring of saturn or whatever like this is this house is going to be so good underneath hhn and i feel like that's the main thing i want to say about this house is i really think there's an argument to be said that this is the epitome of what Halloween Horror Nights is like just period. It's a beautiful IP mixed with a great storytelling of an original that has the scares, the sets, the effects, the sounds, everything you could want from Halloween Horror Nights is encapsulated in this house. And I really think there's a reason it didn't show up on the 50 house shootout. We need a full run through of this. But I don't see any top 10 list where this did not make it on that list otherwise. There's one more thing I want to talk about before we get into spoiler territory. And that is, if this is not the best promo video they've ever made for a house, (laughs) explain to me why your opinion is wrong. 
<laughs> because I've watched You're this totally thing a hundred right. times, I think, today. I mean, it's just so good. And it's, and I always, I, I I joke about, you know, of course, opinions are subjective, yada, yada. But I, I actually posted how much I love this. And I always do this. I always do this trepidatiously, especially on online media, and especially with something as strong a fan of Halloween Horror Nights. I was like, I don't care. I love this so much. I'm going to say how much I love this. And maybe people will be laughing at me behind my back or make some comments and whatnot. I was I was actually a little surprised, but also not for my because of my love of it. It's like this seems to be universally loved as possibly one of the if not the best, certainly one of the best promo videos that they've ever put out. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that finale like shot of of the bride with like, you know, vampire by the throat in one hand and, and you know stabbing the needle with the other hand and just the look on her face, uh, that was fucking perfect. Yeah. Like, yeah. yes, just just feed this to me, like, into my veins, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why isn't this a movie, by the way? I know. It I know. should be. It should be. It plays out like a movie trailer, like a, a teaser trailer. It's, it is right? just so freaking good. I'm watching it again, actually. I could actually, <laughs> the only thing I don't like about it is the, is the random screaming people. It's like, uh, you know, I, I know right. it's a haunted house, but fuck just give me the rest of this it's the yeah. shots of of frankenstein's monster the the red the the, the, the black and white with just the red oh, there's there's yeah. there's yeah. i mean i we're gonna go another hour if i pick apart everything i love about this it's just it's the greatest one i've ever seen and i i feel weird saying that to hunter because i know how much he how much the ghostbusters one is endeared to him but i'm sorry this one blows that one out of the water no 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 yeah i mean you're totally right and you should say it okay like, I, yeah i <laughs> I think that's is one of the quintessential HHN videos. And it just goes back to what I just said. This is the most HHN HHN has ever HHN. <laughs> yeah, like, that's a good way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> like it. It's incredible. But yeah, I guess we'll, so, we'll, oh, so go ahead. I, I, I'm assuming that you two are both in, in agreement that this beats the universal monsters, uh, um, uh, maze. It's tough. That's I right won't I, 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 ask me that. In November, after November, yeah, after, after November first, ask right. me that because I, right. I oh, oh, you know, I'll be asking that. <laughs> I want to, sure. I want to, I will tell you, I want my, I want to say yes based after last yes. year, but I want to give it its full experience. I don't know if that'll make it different, and that's the thing. I don't know, so let's find out. Let's yeah. find out if it does. All right. Yeah, yeah. Right, I, I think like just the sense of scale of this thing is so much bigger than Monsters was. That was a great house, but man, Bride is just epic in every sense of the world. Uh, every sense of the word, like when you you don't even make it to the facade, but like the introduction of that house, you're like, oh my god, we are in for something special here in a really cool way. So I, if, here, this is your point. If you do not want to hear any further details about this house and what we really liked and what we're excited to see again, this is your chance to jump off in three, two, one. So yeah, Matt, like you and I were so impressed. This thing <laughs> literally starts off with a clip yes, from the movie. It does. Yeah. With the music playing. Yep. Yep. And it's, um, what do you want to say? You're, you're walking through the ruins, but you can peer through them to actually see a, I, I think it's a digital recreation of it. I think they've updated it. So it's much sharper and much easier to see. So you, you, you are pulled from the end of Bride of Frankenstein as you're walking into the Bride of Frankenstein lives. It's a, a amazing start of a transition of the story. 
Yeah, it the basically with this house they did what they normally say for that soundstage where us and Carnival Graveyard, um, Scary Tales, like that section is where you know you've got like the banners or whatever, and you're like setting the mood and the tone. But this time they're just like, we are going to completely set it up. This is the classic monsters, but updated in a modern way. And you turn the corner, and that music starts pumping. Dun, 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 Oh my god! <laughs> I don't. I don't want to give Quint the opening scene when you turn the corner, because yeah, I think that's either. something you need to see. But I will say, when I saw that, I went, "Oh fuck, scary tales." Yeah, this is now yeah. the greatest facade mm. opening to any HHN house ever. It's so interesting. Incredible. Yeah, and another thing, like we're talking about the facade, but I brought up very recently, it's incredibly hard to end an HHN house this house ends just as well as it begins, which is crazy. That doesn't happen all the time. Um, And I feel like that's the big thing of this house is that it is a joyride all the way through and never loses its momentum. And you are able to, I feel like even if you do not know the story going in, which, you know, most people have read the guide map or the app or whatever, but even if you did not know the story, the way that it is told as you were going through this translates so well what i and it's it's awesome one thing i really loved about this house that i didn't hear many people talk about and i don't think it's me imagining it and hunter you can back me up on this and you kind of were alluding to it before we got into the spoilers is that the major scenes of this the things that tell the story the best are set up in a way that you can either you're walking towards them long enough that you can see everything you need to see. And they're also kind of raised up off the ground so you can see it over people's heads or you're flanking them sideways because they're very long. I don't recall that being used as it's used. Don't get me wrong, but as frequently in one story than it has in this one. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, you brought up such a great point there when you just said the, the way that you were enveloped in this environment is so impressive. There's no like part where you're like, Ooh, that's a little janky. Like all of it. It feels like you were in that environment and you forget you were walking through a haunted house. Like it, it fully tricks the brain. You're like, wow, I'm in a totally different world right now. Yeah. Like one of the examples um, without giving details though. And, and, and this is kind of in the trailer, obviously Dracula's brides are involved in this where Dracula's brides fall in this story is a very long walk down a hallway. And it's the scene is up ahead of you. So even the scares and the setting and what that story element is, you have plenty of time to see it process and, and enjoy everything about that to get the story. I really love that about this house. Yeah. Um, for those of you who are fans of the biggest effects that you can get at HHN, yeah. this house does have a bungee effect. Yes. And yep. it is awesome. <laughs> and I can't wait for you all to see that. Um, if you haven't had a chance to already, and this isn't really a spoiler, but I'm, I'm still going to say, Hey, keep an eye out. But like, I love that they also do a couple little things to establish this version of the universal monsters lore, as far as where they could go next. Yeah. And I think that's, that's so much. Fun. I do forget about that. That's kind of like the uh, beginning of the third act is it's, 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 it turns from a Frankenstein mo- Frankenstein's monster and brighter Frankenstein story to a, uni- a, a universal monster world story. And and it's clear as day. It's clear as day where this all fits in and the fact that it can continue. And, 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 oh, Jesus Christ, I got goosebumps just talking about it again. (laughs) I'm walking through that scene right now in my head and I'm getting goosebumps again. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it is one of those things. Like I talk to people, I was like, Oh man, did you see this? And they're like, no, I was too busy being scared by the guy in bandages. <laughs> um, so like it's, it's there, but keep an eye out. It's man, this is going to be so cool to see. I, I feel like that's one of the big things is, you know, if, if the event went on next year, we might be even talking about a, or excuse me, if the event happened last year in a traditional sense, we'd probably be talking about its sequel today, but that doesn't mean that the same thing can't happen next year. And I'm just, the coolest thing about bride is just knowing how good it is and knowing how well it's going to play to people who are going to see it for the first time. And just really hoping that universal is like, well, what's next? What what is next for these characters, for the universal monsters? And um, I just feel excited. just knowing what I know, I feel like there, there could easily be another, you know, sequel movie that is, you know, uh, Frankenstein's monsters versus Dracula's uh, kingdom, whatever yeah. you want to call it, like yeah. straight up. I, I am all for and honestly hope. I mean, there's always a bit of hope in the things that you love. I honestly hope we have we've now uh, after this following Universal Monsters, I hope we are establishing kind of a continuing thread it doesn't need to necessarily be a story where you have to have seen every bit of the story to know what's going on i hope we are having a universal monsters original story presence here on out for the foreseeable future with the start of this because i think that doesn't do anything but help the event and help that property which isn't gone and forgotten but i don't think that many people think about it as much as we do and this would certainly help that because it's something that needs to yeah. be in the zeitgeist yeah. forever in the, my opinion what Maybe is the way to build up your universe. what is the yeah what is the way to build up your rumored epic universe land yeah you right. feature the monsters as heavy as possible yeah. not only year round but at the world's biggest halloween event right. it makes sense yeah um yeah, so, and yeah. wouldn't that be just like if if we're ushering in a new hhn era like you know we had we had the icon era and then we had like the IP era. And now if we're, if we're issuing in another era and it's the universal monsters era, that would be just like, um, well, I think I might, I might explode. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Well, wait till you see next year with the, this Island earth house, it's going to be gritty. It's going to be the reboot you've been waiting for. We're going, um, we're going actually, all the way back was- and doing the black cat. <laughs> actually underneath this so yeah that would actually i don't hate me everyone that's listening if you're gonna do a universal monsters 3d house this island earth might be the one to do it because of that bright blinding <laughs> technicolor filming they did with yeah, it i get it i am looking yeah, forward but- I think the second thing I'm looking most forward to this, and and there, this, this always happens anyway, because I see, except for uh, I think 26, I always see HHN before um, Quint, and I always they always get excited about getting his reaction and watching him see things for the first time. I'm already ready, excited to see him react to this, and and because I know I there's I can't imagine any way you're not going to love it. Uh, as strongly as I do, maybe in different ways, but it's just so fucking good. And it's so upper alley. I cannot wait to see your first reaction to this. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to react to it. Well, I Quint, really I guess can. like that's, that's the best place to, as we start to wrap up here, I just want to ask you. So we've gotten a handful of announcements now out of this batch. Which one are you looking the most forward to having seen? Oh, uh, hands down this one so far. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, it, it's, 
it's i mean i guess technically it is an ip but uh we we talked about that in the beginning of this show so it's like it's it's on that gray list uh, i'm not usually big about the ips but actually both of the things we talked about today are really high on my list but this is definitely top right now just just from from having you know witnessed the universal monsters um, yeah. that maze and and everything that they've done universal monsters in the last few years yeah, this is this has got to be the top on the on the top of the list right now. Totally, totally nice. Well, I think that's as good of a place as any to go so. ahead and wrap up. Yep. Yeah. So, hey, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the instant reaction specials that Catacombs has done every year for a long time, <laughs> way before me. Yeah, I think that was, what I was like uh, that was our first deviation off of our planned course because. Mm-hmm. I think it was Freddy versus Jason that was announced first. I was like, well, I'd hate not to talk about this because this has never happened before. And big, lo and yeah. behold, Catacombs went from, we're only going to do 25 episodes ever in my lifetime to, <laughs> I don't know where we're at now, 180, 170 something and growing. Some I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But hey, I couldn't do it without you guys. Quint, thanks for joining me, my friend. Anytime, man. Anytime. Hey, Quint, if the folks do want to keep up with your reactions, of course, they're going to be able to listen to you here on the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. But if the folks want to follow you online, where could they do that? Um, I'm Darth Ricky at Darth Ricky on Twitter. Perfect. Combines two of my favorite things, Star Wars (laughs) and Trailer Park Boys. What an awesome mashup. (laughs) That's not to love. Matt, my man, thanks for popping on as always. Of course. Absolutely. When you're still not complaining, when, when you were what? complaining about the Forsaken, but still <laughs> like, uh, you know, venting about that, where can folks keep up with you? Uh, Neozaz on Twitter, if they're wanting only Halloween Horror Nights content, and Neozaz.com is where everything lands that I do, and you can trace me, you can backtrack me from there, I guess. <laughs> Perfect. And if you want to keep up with me, of course, you can do so right here on the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. Grim Grinning hosts a tribute to all things pop culture, but mostly theme parks and every Disney film disorder. But for now, I want to thank you all for listening once again. Thank you for joining us. I'm sure we'll be back just as soon. We're running out of time. Like I said last time, we're probably going to be cranking these out. I mean, we could only hope to be so lucky and get a dual one next week as well or whatever, right? Yeah. But, I, um, I, no, and if the speculation map is as accurate as it's been so far, it's hard to figure out what the next two mashups are. But then again, I would have never paired these two together. So what do I know? Yeah, it is weird. Like it is one of, yeah, they're IPs, but like you figure something like Texas, they'd be like, no. We want our own announcement. So I don't know what kind of deal they cut (laughs) here, but regardless, I mean, to be perfectly honest with you folks at home, these episodes are a lot of work to put together. So, (laughs) you know, this was our our small break. (laughs) But yeah. So thank you again for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. Join us next time. And until then, I want you to remember something very specifically. Right of Frankenstein lives might be the greatest HHN house of all time. See you later, folks. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is a Neozaz Internet Entertainment production. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit our website at neozaz.com. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Universal Studios Florida. 
All Halloween Horror Nights properties, icons, titles, events, and related items are property, trademark, and copyright, Universal Studios, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. For more Halloween Horror Nights coverage, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and follow our Twitter account at newsaz. To help support the series and all the work we do at Newsaz, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash newsaz. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.